The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome back to another episode and another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I'm your host, Davin Ellington at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. We are at Hootball Gaming on Twitter. You can also find content of ours with our affiliation at Hootball Tweets. The motherboard for all of us is hoop-ball.com. You'll find our free content, our premium content, our different packages, our articles, our sections of coverage, fantasy basketball, DFS, wagering, dynasty leagues, rankings, hoop-ball.com. Also want to talk about Manscaped, our show's sponsor. That's manscaped.com. Use promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. It's going to get you 20% off and free shipping off of the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. The Weed Whacker, dual motor, lithium battery operated. Then they also got a nice men's kit, travel kit. Nice leather bag with some amenities on the inside, some face washes and scrubs, if I'm not mistaken. I want to talk a little more about that weed whacker, though. Like I said, dual motors, it handles the nostrils, it handles the ears, it handles the places you don't want to be tugged and pulled. Manscaped.com. Go over there, use home, uh, promo code HOOPBALL20. All right. Got a real full show today. Going to talk lots of college basketball. We got some tipping off here in the next 45 minutes for me. Don't know if we're going to get to the first play in time, but, you know, we'll uh, it, it's more of a lean anyways. So we'll just kind of keep our eyes out and we'll get rolling. I'll be a little more brisk about it. And uh, but still talk about probably every. Yeah, we're going to talk about every college basketball game. Let's just do it. So I'm um, going to do that. And then later on, Vince and I, you know, we're going to be talking some NBA stuff, NBA specific. Well, and then some other tangents couple tangents so good banter good conversation uh stick around for that and have that towards the end of the show so um all right let's get into some college basketball first game once 1 p.m central time on espn plus eastern michigan buffalo and uh eastern michigan plus 11 and a half for me it's gone down to 10 and a half it opened at 12 buffalo Eastern Michigan, pretty evenly ranked, matched up teams, in my opinion. The total has gone up from 148 and a half to 150. I think more points are going to be scored. And I would say Eastern Michigan with the, you know, they do have a little bit of a capable offense. They got a guard and a forward, you know, that can help control half court sets. So I like them. Buffalo can give up a lot of points from time to time. Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if Eastern Michigan went ahead on the on the road and got a got a win here. Big underdog. And um, we did have some really cool chatter in the Discord about taking every single underdog um, and seeing if you would be profitable on college basketball. Um, so this would be a good one to start that theory <laughs> if we seriously wanted to do it. But, you know, plus 475 for Eastern Michigan, I think that's actually, actually some crazy value because I, I honestly could see them winning this game. So I'm not doing it. I know what you want me to say. You want me to say I'm taking the plus 475, but I'm not. I'm not. Maybe later I will. Uh, next, San Jose State, New Mexico, two atrocious teams, very bad offense, inefficient is all get out. So when that's the case and there's two bad teams and both defenses and both offenses are terrible, I take the dog, even though they're on the road. So give me San Jose State plus six and a half. They haven't really covered against anybody at all this year. I think they have one cover, ATS. But um, plus seven and a half right now for some extra value if you want it. I don't think University of New Mexico should be, you know, favored to cover against anybody. Um, as terrible as San Jose State is, um, New Mexico is probably right around the corner as far as, you know, as bad as they are. 
146 has not moved on the total. So just looking at a side play, and right now it's a lean, not sure what kind of status it's going to make in my final card as a favorite or what, but San Jose State plus six and a half. All right, Pac-12, going to talk about that. I want to make sure I go in time order here. I got my bets up at the top of my priority on the card. So let me make sure I don't skip anybody. And I don't think I was going to. Yeah, so the next one is 4 o'clock Central on Fox Sports 1, USC, Stanford. Stanford, home dog, plus five and a half points. I'm just going to go ahead and take the five. That's where I locked it in. Not a lot to say on this game. Stanford has been inefficient with scoring the ball as of late. USC has great length on defense. They have been coached really well to start this year. And, you know, they are a really, really good team. But I really like the fact that Stanford has a lot of continuity, even though they've been playing bad lately. But go ahead and let me get that plus five points for the home dog. And, um, you know, crazy underdog here, you know, might have a little bit of value in it. Plus 200, plus 210. USC has got to falter at some point. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say they're undefeated in Pac-12 play. Um, I think I am correct on that. No, they lost to Oregon State. They lost to Oregon State. And uh, they only have three losses on the year. They're a good team. Don't get me wrong. They play some tough non-con schedule stuff. So, um, but still, Stanford, that coach is in his second year. I've talked about him before. He's an alma mater guy. Has a lot of pride in this program. Wants his players to play the same. Look for Stanford to go ahead and cover the five and a half. You get a little extra hook value. All right, 4.30. Bowling Green State, Miami of Ohio. How about that Miami of Ohio squad coming back for us uh, the other night, two nights ago, to help me sweep the plays? Gave us a value on the plus 165 underdog play on the money line. If you rode, you saw it. It was fun. Um, What was not fun was last night, going 0-3, had a couple of games postponed. Had some bad picks, bad plays. Time to move on. I went, you know, over last night, but the other night I went undefeated. So um, that's the way it goes sometimes. It flips and it flops, and we're on to the next. It's uh, it's a calamity nonetheless. But Miami of Ohio plus four and a half here on the on the home front. You know, they had a big emotional comeback win the other night, but I think that they are, are going to come out and get into a faster start tonight. I think they're going to hit more of their shots and turn over the ball less. They put their opponent into the bonus really quick. Seemed like almost just three minutes into the game last time around. Bowling Green State, my favorite team in the MAC. They're going to be in the big dance this March. But, you know, some teams slip up. Some teams do. And I see some value in this one. So let me roll with plus four and a half for Miami of Ohio. Going to back them twice in one week. We'll see how it goes. Matt Cone teams seem to have a little bit of an advantage based off of my shallow eye. Eastern Illinois, Belmont. This is going to be a fun one. Belmont is 14 and one on the season. They are the home favorite of 12 and a half points. Eastern Illinois, don't let their record, you know, scare you off. They've covered some games. They've won some games they shouldn't. They've got some... Uh, middle-classmen and upper-classmen sprinkled throughout this team. They play some aggressive defense. Belmont's, you know, shown that they have problems covering these big, big spreads on the season. They've struggled to cover 16. They've, covered, they've struggled to cover 13. They've struggled to cover 10 to some teams that they should have beaten by 20. So let me go ahead and get Eastern Illinois on the road, plus 12 and a half. It opened at 13. Um, y'all get 12 and a half. I locked in 12. So it actually has gone back towards that 13 here in the daytime. 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, PM, ESPN Plus. St. Mary's are actually here. Hold on. I got ahead of my marbles. I skipped some of the 6 o'clock games by getting my bets in first. And a 5 o'clock game. Oh, man, I'm sorry, y'all. All right. Let me get this 5 o'clock game in, then we'll roll down into the 6 o'clock games. We'll keep it structured. Sorry about that. Central Michigan, Akron, another – a uh, battle of six win teams in the MAC. Over under right now, 153 and a half. Uh, opened at 154 and a half. I'm literally locking in the under right now. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But value stuck out to me and I just went ahead and snagged it. So with these two teams, they um, have not scored the ball very easily at all. 
Akron does have good guard play, but their guards are also very good defensively. Central Michigan, inefficient, probably one of the more inefficient teams in all of the MAC conference. They're getting uh, 10 and a half points. I don't think it should be a double digit spread. I think it's going to be closer, which is why I think the under is going to hit. So with that being said, look for inefficient offenses, uh, dumb turnovers, and untimely fouls, um, you know, or just what are those called? Blemishes or mistakes. So look for the under to be uh, in play here for me. And that's at five o'clock, action. Get some action early in your day, five o'clock. If you're in Cali, that's three o'clock. Get some action in your system at three o'clock. Ooh, now we're cooking. Man, slow roast some action. Follow it up with some Ohio Valley Conference. End your night with some WAC or the Western Athletic Conference, West Coast Conference, I'm sorry. Got some Horizon League. Sorry, I gotta stop. We got some, we got some games to talk to. I'm gonna roll briskly through these next ones. All right, six o'clock, six o'clock, six o'clock. Rutgers, Penn State, yuck, stay away. Um, lots of live uh, line movement, plus one opening bell for Rutgers. They're now minus three. Fishy, fish market of the game. I think Penn State might uh, Penn State might slip up Rutgers. Wichita State, Memphis, another stay away from me. Uh, Wichita State, eight and three on the year. They've beaten some teams they absolutely shouldn't have. The whole Greg Marshall thing put a cloud over the program to start this season. Plus three and a half. It was plus two. A lot of money on Memphis. Memphis has not been playing well lately, so I don't understand that movement. Under is at 138.5, over under. So that's the pass game for me. American Athletic Conference game. Good basketball is going to be played. Fun, fun game to watch if you want to watch it. At Six o'clock on ESPN2. Good college basketball fan game. Uh, used to live in Wichita, graduated from Wichita North High School. So I do like to keep an eye on Wichita State, but the whole Greg Marshall thing kind of ruined it for me. So. Mount St. Mary's, Central uh, Connecticut State University. This is a game of lowly programs. Minus five and a half for Mount St. Mary's, Central Connecticut State. They are pretty much the uh, Chicago uh, State um, of this season since Chicago State opted out of the whole season. They don't cover a lot of games. They didn't last year. I'm surprised they have two wins, but this is a weird stay away game for me. Mount St. Mary's, I'm 0-2 betting on them and against them in the games that they're involved in very quickly putting them on my no bet list. Same with Central Connecticut State. Fairleigh Dickinson, Merrimack. This is gonna be a game featuring teams that have had a lot of postponements. Merrimack's only playing in their fifth game tonight. Fairleigh Dickinson actually has some really good defense. Fairleigh Dickinson plus two. I think that's actually gonna be a little fun diddly I'm gonna get on. So I'm gonna put that in. I wasn't really expecting to. We were gonna run briefly through these, but I saw that it stuck out and I went ahead and took it. St. Francis, I believe this is St. Francis of New York. No, 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 check that. St. Francis, PA, against the Sacred Heart Pioneers. Um, you know, not to be too uh, real with you here, but I don't know anything about this, you know, this matchup, to be honest. Over-unders come up from the 142 to 145 and a half. What I've seen in the defensive side of the ball is that they can allow a lot of buckets, but their offensive uh, side, uh, very, very inefficient. Uh, St. Francis has jumped the zero border from plus one to minus one and a half. And um, so they're resting in there as the favorite right now. I think this is going to be just a close game with some sloppy play. Southeast Missouri against Moorhead State. Moorhead State, they shouldn't be this big of a favorite. It opened at eight. It's still at six. I think it's more of a five. 128 and a half is the total. Um no luck with Moorhead State for me this year. So I am laying off the Moorhead State stuff. UT Martin, University of Tennessee Martin against Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky minus 13 and a half. That's um, a lot of points. It's come down from the 15 and a half, which I think is a good movement. UT Martin has some value. Eastern Kentucky is a really great offensive team. They score a lot of buckets, but they also, um, you know, give up a bunch of buckets and UT Martin has some shooters and they can get some really, really good uh, opportunities to score the ball. 13 and a half is a lot of points. So moving on to the Montana State Northern Arizona game, seven o'clock tip. I've had some luck with Montana State and Northern Arizona games, but this one is a stay away. I think this is going to be closely combated. 
defenses are going to be at full throat and um, the guard play for both teams is going to be key but ultimately stay away if you can find the channel find a stream to do it on then i would suggest watching it pretty fun teams to look into northern arizona specifically so moving on to the uh let's see did we talk about tennessee tech austin p did not did not that's a 7 30 tip Let's make sure I got all the seven o'clock games covered. Yes, yes. There's a 7.05, sorry. Montana um, and what is this? What is this school? How do I not know this? Sacramento State, Sacramento State, Montana and Sacramento State. I'm going to go ahead and just punt that game. Montana minus three, it's moved from the minus one. Sacramento State's five and two on the year, but it's had a lot of postponements. So go ahead and punt that game coming from me. Now we are safe to roll into the 7.30 games, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, ESPN Plus, Tennessee Tech, Austin P. Austin P. minus 11.5 for me. Tennessee Tech, you know, it, it opened at plus 10. Tennessee Tech's one of those teams that have just been the doormat of the Ohio Valley Conference. So look for Austin P. to get it rolling. Great defensive team. Really love what their forwards do. Might use a player from the Austin P basketball team as the cover photo for today's podcast. Foreshadow, spoiler warning, sorry. 7.30 games, we're still rolling in. Eastern Washington, Northern Colorado. Just watch this game if you can. Find a stream, it's on Pluto TV. See if you can't find a free subscription for a week or five days or whatever. Eastern Washington, Northern Colorado. I'm not saying there's going to be a pop quiz like it was the other day. But I think this is a fun game to watch. There's some players that can score. There's some unique defensive schemes that really run out, some uh, unique zones. So just watch this game a little bit if you want some college basketball that you're not really too familiar with. Eastern Washington, Northern Colorado. Another game, 7.30. Got a slight lean in this one. It hasn't made it up to my card yet. Jacksonville State against Murray State. Murray State had some big, big moments early in the season. I thought they were going to do a lot more this year. But Jacksonville State, they've kind of come out of nowhere. They've gotten some wins that they probably shouldn't have. They've gotten some continuity. They got some great play coming from their forwards. Their coach, their coach might win the coach of the year in this league. Um, plus seven and a half, it's come down. It was at plus eight when I looked at it. So he's seeing that hook movement has given me some confidence. I'm going to go and just roll with it. I'm going to roll with that one. I just like the spot. Murray State doesn't really do a lot in terms of efficiency. They don't do it really well. Eastern Washington, um, Northern Colorado followed up with that uh, that pick there. Jacksonville State, Murray State to round out the 730 games. Sorry, I was trying to sim- simultaneously decide if I was done with 730 games um, or if I was done with it or if I need to start the eight o'clock games. So multi-track. Over here, y'all. Starting with uh, some Pac-12 action with a ranked UCLA Bruins team. 11-2 and in the year, quietly. 11-2. and I've had some success betting ATS against them. Right now, 9.5 was the opening number. Plus 9 is the current number. 132.5, it's dropped three points. Cal can play some defense. I think they could give UCLA some, uh, you know, some issues. I'm going to go ahead and take the plus nine. I originally wasn't, but 8 p.m. tip, ESPNU. I'll be checking out some ESPN uh, UCLA Bruins action. Chances are Bill Walton will be calling the game, and I love those. He's a character. Speaking of Pac-12, Arizona, Arizona State. Arizona State, I'm just going to go ahead and get it out. They're my plus 125 money line dog. Rivalry game. Home dog. So that's what I'm rolling. Southern Utah against Weber State. Southern Utah plus two and a half. Weber State's had a lot of postponements and interruptions in their schedule. Southern Utah's 10-2 and on the year, quietly in a small, small league. A lot of money on Weber State, though. Kind of gives me some heebie-jeebies. 
But I see a really good projection value that I like. I think you, Southern Utah actually wins this game. Pacific, Pepperdine. Pepperdine played really well to start the year. I loved betting with them, rolling with them. But uh, Pacific, now that they got their season rolling, they're five and one. They're playing some teams. They're getting some wins. They got some confidence. Plus one and a half is where it opened. It's gone up to plus three. Here's another underdog play on the money line. Plus 145 Pacific over Pepperdine. Over-under hasn't moved, 139 and a half, so that means people aren't really sure, you know? Is it going to be a close game? Is it not? Is the underdog going to win? So they usually don't touch the over and under. Utah, let's see. That's a 9 o'clock game. I want to make sure I'm done with all the eighters. Oh, no, we got some more 8 o'clock games. Got two more, three more. Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville. I think I got that right. Yeah, SIU Ed. The Cougars taking on Tennessee State. I want to say this is more Ohio Valley Conference play. I believe that's what conference these two teams represent. Uh, no true opinion. I've seen some really shoddy work out of Edwardsville. Tennessee State, though, I've taken them as 19-point dogs, and they haven't done much. Now they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 136-and-a-half. I might take that over. It's raised a little by a point from the 135-and-a-half. Probably ultimately stay away game. Portland, BYU. BYU, minus 22-and-a-half point home dog or home, home favorite. Over under 148 and a half hasn't moved. Over under uh, spread, nothing's really moved. Portland, 22 and a half point dog. That's a lot of points. BYU has been underwhelming in some spots, but not you know enough to back the Portland team against them. Moving on. Indiana as a road team, getting 10 points. Iowa, four ranked team. Indiana plus 10. I'm rolling with the notion that big 10 road teams are doing a little bit more. Sleep spot, Indiana's been playing cruddy lately. Iowa might be overlooking them. So if they can score from their guard spots, they got a chance. They got to put pressure on the ball handlers of Iowa. All right. Moving on, moving on. Nine o'clock games. Utah, Washington State, Wazoo. Took Washington State plus two and a half. It fell from three. It's up to 135 and a half. It's up four points. We're at the four-point watch. Utah-Washington State total. If it hits 136 and a half, I'm coming back down on the under. So keep an eye out on that. San Francisco, Santa Clara. Minus three and a half. I don't trust the Dons. San Francisco. They just... I love them as a team, as a West Coast Conference team. They're never going to win because of Gonzaga, obviously. St. Mary's is up there, Loyola Marymount. Pepperdine's getting close. They're still a year or two out. But uh, Santa Clara, they play some tough defense. They're at home. They're a dog. San Francisco, inconsistent. Maybe this is a slip-up spot. Plus 155 for Santa Clara. I'm not saying I'm playing it. But if you want a fun little underdog to dabble on, maybe that could do some good. Idaho State, Portland State. Idaho State plus three. I've had a lot of luck covering against these folks. They opened as a plus one and a half point dog. Over under is at 140. It's come down two points. Stay away game for me. 10 p.m. Central. Last game of the slate, going to be a chase game. Let's try to find an angle early, see if there's something you like, if you want to get into live stuff or something. Colorado State, they blew a chance to cash a ticket of mine a few days ago. And Utah State, Utah State is a good team. Over under 140, one, 140 in some spots. I might take a look at a team total. So Utah State has a really, really good defense. Colorado State equally so has a good defense. 
So we're looking, a lot of money is going into the over. I was hoping to get some higher numbers on these team totals because I want to take an under on like if I could have got a 76 on either team. But with the big spread, the team totals are really far apart also. So I'm not seeing value on that. So I'm going to go ahead and back out of that one. Colorado State, Utah State. I want to see about a first angle play. I'm figuring this out with you guys right now. I'm looking through it. And I'm literally just narrating, well, narrating, narrating what I see. So, you know, Utah State's picked up a couple of great wins against San Diego State. They've already beat Colorado State. Okay, so this is the second of a back-to-back. So here we go. The first half went over 66, and they covered the four-point spread. They also covered the full game spread of eight, and the total went 147. Second game of back-to-back. Right here, we are at pretty much the same numbers. I want to go ahead and back Colorado State. Plus eight, second game of back-to-back. Keep that theory in mind, that chase game. I think we got a good two-unit play here. And, you know, let's see. Let's see a first-half look. Minus four and a half. They added a hook from last time. 66 and a half, they added a hook. It went over. You know? I'm going to stay away from total stuff. I can't make heads or tails on it. I don't see enough value in there to make me happy about pulling the trigger. So instead, I took Colorado State on the side. So hopefully they don't burn me again. All right. That was the last game on the college basketball slate. I went and done it. I covered all of it. I'm going to cap it all off with telling you where you can bet, place these bets. Signed a couple of folks up through the Discord. They signed up for premium content, wanted to know about really good books to use, which one to use, the best one, the easiest one. So I told them about mybookie.ag, and both of them went and signed up, and both of them are already happy. That deposit bonus by using HoopBall is your promo code, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. We'll get you in there. You'll get a 50% match up to 1000 bucks. Use Bitcoin. They're pushing Bitcoin right now. And we talk about it on the show. They ask, uh, you know, I say they, but, you know, listeners, followers, y'all ask the best and the easiest way to get your money. Bitcoin. You put it in, you take it out when you win. You bet, you win, you get paid by my bookie. You use their customer support when you need it. It's prompt, it's there. And then also casino games. If you want to play casino games, they got that. Love blackjack. I play multi-hand probably twice a week. I play it and it's fun. I get, uh, you know, I get, to put a little sprinkle down and win, you know, enough to play another, you know, make another unit or two, you know, um, it's, it's easy to stack up little bits here and there to get yourself um, a unit's worth of playing money. So diversify your portfolio is what I'm saying and use promo code hoopball over at mybookie.eg to do so. Like I said, I'm going to have Vince on the show. He's going to talk some NBA with me, some other stuff. Other tidbits, I covered the NBA with him. We had some fun. I covered the NCAA to start the show. We're going to sandwich it all together, and we're going to have a really good, nice family meal here. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get Vince in here. All right. And like I talked about, you know, I mentioned we were going to have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. VM Center on Twitter, Vince Miracle, on to talk some NBA with us. We'll see what kind of breakdowns he's got on those lines. I've been looking at them. It's a small slate. Um, so we're going to dig a little deeper, find some nice value nuggets for all of you. So without further ado, Vince, thank you. I'm glad I could grab you to get you on here for a few minutes to talk some pro ball. Hey, thanks for having me on. You already know I'm, I'm, I'm always willing and able to join, join you on the show, especially when we get to talk about the NBA. So, I'm well, here. It's I'm ready. Schedules I'm that worried about, not you, brother. <laughs> yeah. You know the one thing I do love though is that you know you, I know how I know you 
this is how I know you and I are getting closer. Before we hit record so I could join you here, we were just talking about dirty coffee pots and mm-hmm. how well you clean them. Yeah, so that's you were talking about your dirty pot. You guys. How often do you clean your coffee pot? If it's not at least once a week and you're an avid coffee drinker like I am, clean your pot. That's gross. You got to have a clean pot. Always a fresh a pot, pot and a clean pot. All I'm saying is, is if your pot is clean, the other pot that you use after you drink coffee will also be just as clean. Right. If it's dirty, just know that one's going to be dirtier too. Some of y'all like that old Western cowboy grit coffee taste though. So. I mean, that's okay. Just add a little extra coffee grounds. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you have the filter, put a couple, cut a couple grounds underneath the filter and you'll get that nice little bitter taste. That's fine. Yeah. Just clean your pots. Yeah. Clean pot (laughs) equals the best pot. So exactly. All right. So we were supposed to talk about NBA. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Instead we talked about coffee pots and uh, better. You know, I, I feel like that will absolutely boost the show rating. And so. if it doesn't, remember, just leave that constructive yeah. criticism. <laughs> if, we, if we get it, we know why. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, this NBA slate, it's small, but there's a lot of potential. A lot of good games. A lot of good games. I don't know which one I'm excited for the most. I, I, I have a lot of value on one. I have it specific play angle on the other and then we have championship caliber just good viewership basketball in the first game that tips off at 6 30 i hate that i hate that the very first game is also the best game of the day it just gets a little bit worse as the night goes on because the other two have a chance to be just complete duds yeah like also good yeah go go ahead tip me off which which game we going to start with all righty. Well, the Lakers are getting a lot of love. I wanted to jump on the two and a half. I should have. It's down to one. Uh, Lakers, Milwaukee. Lakers on the road. 228 and a half is the total. Bucks, one point home favorite. Lots of line movement on the Lakers. I want to see uh, if it's just a discrepancy between the general public betting. It looks like we got some sharp money. And there's a system grade projection I'm following that gives it a D in order to cover that minus one odds. They think this line's going to be closer to, you know, bucks minus 0.8. So some value on the Lakers side, money and bet percentage is pretty even. Uh, road Lakers as dogs. I mean, they they were a great road team last year. What do you think? I mean, I like the Lakers. I think they're a really good team and it's probably going to be, to the detriment of me, especially to my bankroll here, but man, I, I gotta roll with the Bucks again. The Bucks have just been killing me, but there's something about their team that makes me still believe in them. It, again, I love the holiday pickup. I feel like they have the depth to be good. I again, I know the AD LeBron thing is crazy, and you're right. They were what were they minus? When I saw them last night, I think they were like minus one or plus one fifty five. So mm-hmm. to, to wake up today and to see it's literally a pickums is kind of crazy to me. Again, the Lakers, the Lakers are, are just coming in on such a hot streak right now. They just look good. I believe in the Bucks though. I think I think everyone's turning away from the Bucks, and man, I'm 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 throwing I'm throwing two units on it, man. I got the Bucks money line at mm-hmm. minus one fifteen. Yeah. Well, you know, for me, and take whatever amount of water or salt you want to, you know, take with this, because, you know, I had a poor showing last night with the wager pass plays, 0-3 for a nice negative, I think it was like seven units. So sorry about that one, y'all. But I like the side of the under, just because I think the caliber of defense in this game is a little bit better on both sides collectively than what you'd see in your average and, you know, normal NBA matchup. I believe, you know, the addition of Dennis Schroeder and then, like you said, holiday for the Bucs. Schroeder for the Lakers is huge as far as their guard defensive play. And then DeCenzo's been playing lights out, averaging probably, like, I think he's like two steals a game um, defensively. 
And so I, I like the slight lean. It's probably going to make it into my final card because tonight is so limited. Um, but I, I really like the under 229. It's got the movement of, uh, you know, the hook right now. It's down to 228 and a half. So I got ahead of the steam. Um, so let's hopefully see some good, you know, defensive caliber basketball. And uh, for your sake, the Bucks win and uh, both of us are happy. Yeah, I got the under as well. I see the finish being right around like 105 to 103, like something yeah. like kind of close like that. I was thinking like 200, just something right there. Two, two teens low uh, at the highest side. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of uh, driving kicks. I think the big thing, the big thing for the the Bucks is going to be able to really close out on shooters after clogging up the lane for for when LeBron's able to drive. But those closeouts are going to be key for them. And then Giannis, man, he's starting to become one of those players that is just predictable. Like if they clog up the paint the whole team struggles and I'll be honest, I think Drew Holiday needs more control of the ball. They give the ball a lot to Chris Middleton. So I see why people would lean more toward the Lakers. The defense of the Lakers has been great this season again. And if they are able to clog up that lane, there's a lot of, there's a lot to be had out there in terms of their perimeter defense, because Caruso's defense has been really good underrated. I think. Yeah. And Dennis Schroeder, like you said, he's been, he's been so good for that team and defensively he has not been horrible. I'm not saying he's a good defender, but he's not bad either. So he, he his quickness makes him really good. So I think out on the perimeter, it's mm-hmm. an even matchup. Holiday is obviously going to get his buckets. Middleton's going to get his buckets, but it's going to come down to being is Giannis going to be able to get, get his points up without finding himself getting into foul trouble, guarding Anthony Davis or switching on to LeBron. And can he make some jump shots? Cause that's going to be the next, key step for him to become you know the elite of the elite he already is up there but to be one of the most unstoppable players like a James Harden KD like there's still there's still another tier for him to get to and it's going to be him being able to make jump shots and not you know be defended by just clogging up the paint yeah I hear that 100 percent um another interesting thing that I was looking at trying to decide some value on if there was some with some team totals, you know, Milwaukee's at 114 and a half. You already said what you thought what the projected score would be. We're both on the under. And if we're on the under, maybe we can look at some value on a team total. I could see Milwaukee scoring less than 115 points. I, I don't think any team could, or I mean, obviously they can, but I don't see any team getting a 110 tonight uh, in this specific matchup. But, you know, just a little other thing to consider. Um not anything I'm officially playing, but another fun tidbit to maybe discuss or sprinkle about. I have uh, just another bet up here as well. I got Drew Holiday over 15 and a half points. I like that. Lakers are really weak against guards. Drew's a scorer. Um, another tidbit to the unders, and this is just random talking points I keep thinking of in this matchup, the free throws. We know how bad Giannis is. We know how shaky LeBron is throughout his career you know he's good but I think for his career he's like 74 75 percent um Lakers miss a lot of free throws from time to time uh we know about the deficiencies of Giannis at the line so I think you know with as physical of a game as this is going to be with the fouls and the bonus and everything there's going to be a lot of opportunities just not a lot of cash ins so I think that'll hopefully attribute to an under ticket cashing so the one other one that I like for those who like the player performance, double doubles, and we're just starting to go off stuff off this game because this is probably the biggest money game for me. I think there's a lot of potential in this one with over unders and, and the money line, everything like that, the spreads. It does. It, I just think there's a ton of value here in this game and a lot of money to be made. If you think the bucks are going to win, I mean, to get Giannis scoring 25 plus and a Milwaukee win on a uh, player performance, double double, that pays pretty well. But, and then the same thing, if you think Drew Holiday is going to have a good game, five-plus assists in a Milwaukee win is a plus 125 right now. I like that a lot. I think Drew Holiday is the X factor in this game for a win. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Bobby Portis, I think, is going to 
play a key role off the bench for them and finding ways to slow down AD. Cause I don't think, I don't know. I mean, is Giannis going to be able to do it? He's, he's done it before, but AD is just playing on a whole nother level right now. He just plays smart basketball more than aggressive basketball. Uh, and I like seeing that side of him. This year. And he's like hitting all I think there's a ton of players. Because if I keep going down, the player double-doubles, like there's even LeBron having like seven assists and a Laker win is plus 120. Mm-hmm. So there's value to be had there. And he, he's going to be – I think he gets eight assists today. So Seems like he's getting 12 a night every time I look. Um. All right. So, yeah, lots of value, lots of stuff that we covered on that one. I guess for a recap, we'll just run through – little bit of it you know Vincent he liked the Bucks, and then I was into the whole and we both liked the under 229 I'm into the idea of looking at the under 114 and a half for the Bucks team total and uh, some player props and uh, double bets for Vince you know Drew Holiday on the points over 15, it was 15 and a half 15 and a half over 15 and a half. Yeah. And then, and then the some player performance double doubles performance. that are out there. You can just look at there. There's some good value in them. So find one that you like, maybe get his attention or uh, advice later on in the discord and um, you know, check it out. So the f- game that follows that, unless you got some other talking points on this one, Vince. Uh, no, I'm already looking at this next game. All right, cool. Well, hopefully I picked the right one because they both tip at the same time, but I'm going in rotational order. So uh, Pelicans Jazz, is that the right one? Yep, that's the right one. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, over under 216 and a half has not moved. Plus seven for the Pelicans on the road has not moved. I'm just going to say one thing. I'm going to be real brief. I'm taking the Pelicans plus seven, even though it was all over the Utah Jazz minus six in the first game. But this is a back-to-back of two games or two teams featuring the same familiarity. And beating a team, the same team, two times in a row just does not happen a lot in the NBA. It's tough. Even though the Jazz are playing some the best ball in the NBA right now, you know, look for the Pelicans to lose, I'd say, but maybe by two or three. Yeah, I'm taking the Pelicans plus seven just because it's the second night of a back-to-back. And I think now that Lonzo's back, he played 23 minutes, I think, last night because they played each other. He played 23 minutes and didn't look horrible. He's such a key piece of that team, I think, in my opinion. So I want to see more Lonzo. I want to see more physicality coming out of that team. They just came out a little too sluggish. Shots were not dropping. Obviously, the Utah's defense is probably a key reason why did that. And again, I, and I and I know that the Jazz are playing at a at a good level right now, high level. Some of the best ball you'll probably see them play all season. If not, they're just going to keep getting better. But there's a part of me that still doesn't believe that their offense is going to be consistent. They're they're one jump shot away from being in a slump. So right. I'm taking the Pelicans plus seven. I still like the Pelicans, even though they're, they're still seeing their struggles. And then I'll, I'll tell you this too. I don't think you're going to see a lot of, you know, high level defense on both sides. I'm kind of leaning toward the over on 216 and a half. Well, the over hit, it went to a total of 220 last night. Um, let's see. First half over hit at 107. So, um, you know, we got some, good fun lines to maybe play around with this one. These back-to-backs are really fun to mess with just because there's value in the dog on the second leg, in my opinion. And um, college and NBA, I've noticed it's something that we've seen a bit newer with the scheduling and there's some value presented into it. Um, Again, pretty good grade, you know, as far as the projection I'm seeing and using. Um, There's a system that the Pelicans get you know, in favor uh, of them. And then, you know, just a lot of different arrows and green lights flashing up on the Pelicans tonight. So hopefully it's not a just complete trap spot. Uh, a lot of the public, 64% of the bets that I'm tracking right now um, is, uh, you know, on Utah and 69% A uh, of the money is on Utah. So Lots of the market on Utah. So I like to be contrarian, and it sounds like you're going to be tonight as well. So let's go with the Pelicans plus seven. I like it down to five. I'll take it down to five. 
Yeah, I'm. I don't know if I'm that confident. Going, I maybe might do six. Drop it down one point. That two points is a lot, in my opinion. They, this Pelicans team, man, like I, I don't know who I don't trust more. I don't trust. I don't trust the Utah's offense, but I don't trust this Pelicans team all that much. I just don't see them getting beat back to back times. How much did they lose by yesterday? Like twelve points. Sixteen, I thought. Twelve. It could have been. So I just don't. I just don't see that happening again on a second night of a back to back. Right. Yeah, it's going to be um, definitely closer. Yeah, by 16. Definitely closer than last night. You know, that would be my guess. So I like that that's one. What, that's what our money's out there for. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. No player props or double double bets or uh, player performances. No, I mean, there's, there's 24 and a half for Donovan Mitchell. I'm slightly leaning toward the under on that one. I mean, Donovan Mitchell can go off whenever, though. I'm also leaning toward the under on 23.5 for Zion. I think this is going to be a Brandon Ingram type of game. Yeah. And I like the over 10.5 points for Eric, Eric Bledsoe. He needs to be aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And if there is a weak spot that the Jazz have uh, on defense, I, I wasn't sure if it would be Jazz has or Jazz have. But Jazz has sounded weird before I said it. But I think it's the <laughs> correct term. Um, you know, one of the weak spots they do have on defense is the guard defensive unit. You know, they do allow some uh, penetration, scoring, and uh, assisting from guards um, quite heavily from time to time. So there's that to look out for. And so that, you know, on your part, that's a great call, great shot. And yeah, the uh, big thing for Another just to just to look at this game because we we are taking the points of the under, the defense of of the Pelicans on shutting down Jordan Clarkson is going to be huge mm-hmm. in this game because that guy's starting to really find his stride and he, he he's really emerging as a six man of the year candidate with the points that he puts up off the bench. So yeah. again, defense on Jordan Clarkson is going to be key tonight for them to stay close. I've got him in a couple of leagues. I took late flyer on him, you know, last draft pick. You know, I really liked him coming into this year. So I'm glad to see that he's been playing well as of late. I um, think that pretty much Me wraps too. it in up. In the league that I'm in with Dan, I have uh-huh. You have him in that league? So in the league that I'm in with Dan, I have Jordan Clarkson, and he's been he's been putting up pretty good numbers. Yeah. Where I, picked. I picked him like the same as you, bottom of the draft. He gets a lot of volume. It's a lot of volume for, you know, his position. But, you know, like you said, six-man-of-the-year candidate for sure. Um, him and Brandon Ingram tonight going against each other would be a pretty fun matchup to watch. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, this last game, you know, also a nine-central tip. So, you know, whatever time zone you are, uh, apply that. Knicks, Warriors, Knicks got a chance of going to 500. The Warriors are above 500 by two games. That's crazy. I took the Knicks plus four and a half. It opened at five and a half. Over under 214 and a half. You know, I just, it's the Knicks. I, I, it's Tom Thibodeau. Um, seen some sharp money. Um, D rating on the Warriors side as far as the projection um just some you know gut feeling about this and maybe a Knicks victory um let's see how they perform outside of the garden I think they've had decent success this year on the road I feel like this is the biggest trap game of them all yeah why is it only four points (laughs) that's that's the thing that's getting me I get it's the second night of a back-to-back for the Warriors who just defeated the Spurs who are a much better team than the Knicks and it's crazy, but, like, I, I want to go minus four and a half and say that's the easy pick, but I feel like that's where it gets you. So I'm leading to the over, and that's yeah. that's the only thing I can do because I don't feel confident in anything else. So I'm going over on a 214 and a half for this game. And Julius Randle is in every single one of my Randle plays and yeah. DraftKings plays. Yeah. He is just – Gosh, the volume he gets as a big guy because the Knicks guard play is so terrible. 
Um, you know, it's just ridiculous. Um, I tried to trade for him in a couple spots, was never able to get the trigger pulled. Uh, but, you know, he's great for DFS plays. You know, I just want to rattle off some of these teams that the Knicks have beaten um, on the road. Um, they beat the, uh, the Celtics. They beat, and this is recent, uh, this month. You know, they beat Atlanta on the road, which, you know, say what you want about them. Um, but, you know, one of the more impressive ones, one that I thought stuck out, you know, they beat the Pacers in Indianapolis. That's hard to do. Um, they have taken some ugly losses, you know, at home. They lost by almost 30 to the Thunder recently. The Nuggets gave them some work in the garden. They did lose on the road to the Cavaliers and the Hornets. Uh, but they did just recently beat Orlando at home. And, uh, you know, Orlando's looking decent right now. So, like you said, Golden State on the second leg of a back-to-back. Knicks been winning some challenging games on the road. I think they find themselves into a little uh, barking underdog spot here. Plus 165. Let's go ahead and Oh, I'm going to do this. Holy crap, Vince. I did not plan on this. Let's go ahead and put a unit on one, one plus 165 on the mix. I'm going to put that one out there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, man. I, didn't I don't trust the Knicks. I, I don't trust the Knicks at all. Ooh. I mean, they get Alec Burks back today, too, which throws in another rotation piece. Right. Austin Rivers is questionable. Hmm. So there's, there's, a little, there's little notes to be had there. The foul trouble. Andrew Wiggins is playing. Andrew Wiggins is playing. I think he played yesterday too, but the yeah. question marks of him if he's going to be playing. Nidbukina is out or doubtful. Not that yeah, he, was he hasn't really he was, been playing. I think tonight we're going to have one of those weird nights where it's like one of the guards for New York does everything and the other guard barely sees the court or any usage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do like the Alfred Payton. Knicks a little bit better, especially in this matchup. So if he can facilitate a little and keep the ball under control, and then the big men, Mitch Rob and Nerlens Noel, you know, if they can get some help from Kevin Knox. Uh, Those are going to be the guys that game for sure. Right, right. They got to play smart. Rob and Julius Randle. Yeah, because, I mean, it's going to be Curry – and probably Wiggins for the uh, Ubre for the war. Oh yeah, maybe Ubre. He's just been shoot, shooting the ball so poorly to start this season. Oh yeah, like historically bad. Nineteen fifties bad. Yeah, I, at some point you hope that he turns it around, but yeah, he's been he's been questionable. You know who else I like in this game? I don't know his first name, but quickly. Man, oh, he's uh, nice, bro. Emmanuel. He only got like twenty minutes in the last game, but he's good. Yeah, that, that rookie is a hot commodity in dynasty drafts. Um, yeah, he's nice. They might have got their point guard. I think he's more shooting guard, but he is good. Yeah, he um, he has a good balance of on-ball and off-ball skill sets, and he's an aggressive defender. Um, I think he's learned some really good shot blocking stuff from Mitch Rob and being in camp with Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. So, like I said, I love – like, you know, this is a gritty Knicks team. Oh, don't forget, Taj Gibson. They got Taj Gibson again. So he, he's active. Taj Gibson. He's good for 13 minutes and, like, seven boards and a couple buckets, nine points. Like he just comes in and just whatever's. Taj Gibson, man. Is he? I thought he retired. He still he came back. I couldn't believe it. He said, oh, Tom, you need an old bull on your team? Here yeah. I come. You need a veteran in your locker room? Honestly, dude, I think Tom Thibodeau called him. No, I believe he did, too. I would not deny that at all. I can so see him calling and be like, hey, I need you here as, like, a coach player. Like, I just need you here to preach my method, be the vet. Be the guy that has to shove people around. Exactly. That's all I need you for. Push people around a little bit. Um, You know who the Knicks need, though, like right now, to just completely – encapsulate a typical Tom Thibodeau team. Trade for their players. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 100%. Yep. There's no doubt in my mind they need to trade for Derrick Rose or or what they need to go do is see 
if Kyle Korver will come out of retirement. <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of speaking of shooters and the Knicks, one of my favorite plays today. This is my sleeper play, even though I probably won't be sleeping anymore after we do this. Love Reggie Bullock today. Yeah, super bullish on him against the. They need shooters against the Warriors. He's gonna get minutes. I think he got thirty minutes in their last game. He's averaging thirty minutes a game since he returned from his injury. Put him yeah. in your lineup. He's like, the he's only OG eighteen. Run. So that's a great value right there. Maybe some fun little prop stuff to go with him as well. Thirty minutes is a lot, and then, you, like I said, the guard play has been pretty raunchy for the Knicks, so lots of opportunity there. So, Obi Toppin's going to get real run today against another rookie. Yeah, they've been keeping him on a strict, strict minutes restriction, which is fine because I think I think they got a really great piece in him. I think they got what they wanted Kevin Knox to be, but Knox just is not that athletic, and Obi Toppin shoots the ball pretty much, you know, the same at the same clip as Kevin Knox does. So Knox is just like a bench, go out there and get some fouls guy now. Um, didn't realize we were going to spend this much time talking about the Knicks, but I'm all right with it. Hey, the Knicks are actually relevant this year. And you know what? I think the NBA is better because of it. Yeah. I, I You know, it's a cool little thing to see. I like to see these historical teams do well. I've been into my history of the NBA and the ABA lately. So, yeah, putting it out there. If y'all have recommendations as far as documentaries I need to watch, send them my way because I need That some. magic moment. I there know. You go. That, that one's so good. Penny and Shaq. That's um, like one of my – I can watch that one a lot. Uh, Penny Hardaway. If you haven't watched The Last Dance, watch The Last Dance. Another yeah. one is – I don't know the name of it, but it's circled around like the Knicks and their point uh, guard. When the What's Garden the short- Was Eden. Yeah, dude. Was it that? That was a, that's a good one too. I I watched the uh, the best of enemies with the Lakers and the Celtics rivalry. How it you know dated back to the fifties and just talked about both franchises like from the their bowels of history. You know, so yeah. good, worth a watch. It's a four part. You know, I think each part's an hour or so really good and it gives you a lot of history on the actual nba and the structure and how it came to be and how all these teams moved around and all the race stuff that was going on with bill russell and um the boston you know white uh saving light or whatever they called larry bird uh, the great white dove or whatever um a lot of a lot of really cool stuff historically uh society wise and as well as basketball. So that's the one I found that I've really enjoyed the most. Looking for a couple of great college basketball ones too. I really like Requiem for the Big East. Talks about the formation of the Big East and how they got their TV contract in the late 70s, early 80s. So yeah. that's a great one too. I like, I'm not going to lie. I like the the Michigan one. With oh, Jaylen, yeah. That um, that's a good 30. The Fab 30. Five, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I just like that whole story. I just hate that the that, – Chris Weber was not in it at all. And, yeah. you know, like he was, he was the key reason why the Fab Five was, it was, was what it was. You know what I mean? So, yeah. He was the See best player on that team. He so. was. He was the best player in the NBA, too. Wait, what? The best player in the NBA? Well, no, no, no. Out of those people, out of those players. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to hold on one second. In what year? I mean, uh, well, you're what? Was he the best? Uh, I mean, I think out of the Fab Five, obviously he had the best NBA career. Oh, for sure he had the best NBA. I mean, I don't know, Juwan. Juwan Howard got a ring, yeah. so and more longevity. I think, and he's coaching now too. In Michigan, obviously... he's coaching that team. Oh yeah, duh. I talk and about him in my write-ups, and he's doing so good, like wonderful. <laughs> Him and Penny Hardaway. I love Penny Hardaway in Memphis. Yeah, he could be doing story. better, but I love his story though. Like that team was horrible when he picked it up, and they made it. He made it actually kind of good. They're they're bad again, but yeah. you know, like, at least he did something. And it's cool to just see like former players back in their like old stomping grounds, and then yeah. they're taking over the teams. Like you and, and Georgetown. Good. Yeah, is that actually happening? Yeah, Ewing's coaching Georgetown. 
Oh, I thought <laughs> I forgot about that. That's crazy. I completely forgot that he was doing that. That happened like three years ago, right? Yeah, I think this is probably his third or fourth year. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah. See, college yeah. basketball is so much fun. I hate that I haven't been close to it this year, though. Yeah. I normally am like already like analyzing players for the draft because it's February almost. So I'll already start like having write ups of like March Madness must watch players. So it's interesting. Oh, yeah. Like it's it sucks that like I haven't even done any research really. I've only like kept track of certain tabs. Like I'll even talk to you about my college picks off air and then we record and I just tell you my thoughts like quickly. Because I, I haven't really got to study a lot of the teams. I just know from previous experiences, like, how they play. And then I look at my lines and go, actually, they're pretty good defensively. They like to play fast, blah, 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 you know, so. Get a general rough sketch. Sometimes that's all you need. Take less out into it. Take information out, you know, less to per, uh, paralyze yourself with, you know. Yeah. Did you watch the UFC fights on uh, Wednesday morning at 6 a.m.? No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I was up at 6 a.m. watching the preliminary card and then watching the main card on ESPN. Hoo-wee. Yeah. I made money on that one. I, I saw you and Eric that. in the chat. You guys were uh, doing really well. Yeah, we were killing. I had I had a uh, prop bet of Ricky S- Simone or Simon. That's his name. The guy that fought Uri Faber. That's how I know him as. I had him winning by submission because I literally gave him a layup fight. And sure enough, like, it was just like a, hey, I think he wins. If he wins, it's going to be by submission. It could have just won to decision for all I'd known. And then as soon as the fight starts, I'm not even watching it. And I get an alert on my phone that he won by, like, a, a arm bar or triangle or something. I was like, let's go. I was like, 280 or something like that. I was freaking out. I was like, let's go. Because I had just lost in a previous underdog pick of Mason – uh, somebody that I just think is going to have like super high potential in in the UFC. He just looked good, and I thought he was winning that fight for a while. It was one one heading into the third, but you can tell he just died out in that. So that loss made my money back on the Simon fight and the submission, and then to get Michael Chiesa as a winner four and zero as a welterweight. Ooh wee, let's go! That was money. And then this weekend, my man, the return of the notorious one, Conor McGregor. Dustin Poirier, let's go. Michael Taylor, Dan Hooker, let's go. First UFC pay-per-view of the year. I'm excited. It's going to be a big one, that's for sure. Lots of excitement all around and uh, lots of coverage on it and conversation about it uh, over on the premium side with us in the Discord. And oh, yeah. uh, between Eric and um, – Vincent here, you know, we, we got you covered. They got all sorts of opinions and analysis and picks on it. So, And then 100%. just so you guys know, just so you guys know, I haven't confirmed this with Eric yet, but I'm hoping that uh, Friday night him and I will record a show that will come out Saturday morning Ooh. before the fight starts because the preliminary cards and everything, and we're just going to kind of give you our full pick Like I think nice. we're going to try and see how that works. So. That's what I used to do with college football. Literally just run through the gamut, let the folks have something to listen to Saturday and Sunday if they wanted to. But um, yeah, just a crap ton of content. And then you guys just have fun with it. Yeah, I might not give you, one. I might not give you my units plays. I'll just tell you which way I'm leaning just because, right. you know, wager pass and these podcasts are obviously free, but we are going to be giving out some picks. Like I'll give out a few free picks. I've already told you, like certain ways that I'm leaning on the main card here a couple episodes back. So you guys will kind of get the sense of what I'll be saying, but obviously I won't be giving you guys my picks. It'll be on the wager pass side. So enjoy, enjoy. Yeah. Follow the breadcrumbs. So yeah, just follow the breadcrumbs. It'll it'll lead you to the full feast of food that we're all going to be eating on Saturday. The candy house. Hands on griddle. And I don't know if anybody bets on Supercross. Follow me on the Discord, bro, because, oh, man, there's going to be winners there, too. Super cross. We cover everything. It's crazy. We really do. I, I, I watch too many sports. That's my issue. There's a lot of them. I love that part about it, too. Heck, yeah. Well, bud, does that do it for us on the basketball and the general other things? We good? Yep. yep. Everyone, follow me on Twitter, all social media platforms, at VM Center. 
and uh, hit me up on the Discord. I think I'm at VM Center on there too. Again, all social media platforms. Leave us the rating, five star reviews. If it's a one star, leave con- constructive criticism. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. Absolutely. Well, it was a great culmination col- uh, of uh, just breaking down some basketball with you, like always. We've made a lot out of a little, three games, but lots of value. So look for our official plays later in the day, Twitter. Uh, I'm at DALE007. He is at VM Center, like you said. We are at Hoopball Gaming or at Hoopball Tweets. And then also, you got to go check out the Hoop Dash Ball, hoop-ball.com. Check out your premium selections that you can choose from. We got a great DFS pass. We've got a wonderful fantasy pass. If you need help in your leagues, it's about midway through. You're going to be making some trades. Get some tools. Get some tools in your belt. We've got lots of them. Wager pass. Hoopball 360 is all of it for $12.99. So go check that stuff out. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. And like always, I'm sending you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies. So take care. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.